Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. hate. Welcome back to Point of Contention. Five topics, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. We got Andrew Schleck producing. Coming up on the show, Warriors survive. Sixers closing it out. Question mark. Can the Nuggets win in Phoenix? Do the Knicks have life? And snub day. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel by searching The Athletic NBA Show. or Just click below where you see our name on that old YouTube screen. Also, subscribe to The Bounce. Free NBA newsletter from The Athletic. From yours truly. Sign up at theathletic.com slash the bounce. Today is May 11th. National Eat What You Want Day. Jay, do you eat what you want every day? Yeah, and it's a problem. It's a real problem. I eat, I eat. especially during the playoffs, man. What's, when the I'm worst on the road. What's the worst thing you're doing? You're in Philly, ordered, so you're just like housing cheesesteaks right now. I, I ordered Taco Bell at 2 a.m. the other night. Why? That's such <laughs> ordered, a bad idea. Just ordered. go to bed. And, and and I had to, well, I was still working. And so I, I had to, no, man, you gotta get I had to convince myself to. No, so man, I had you... I had seven items on my order, and I had to convince seven. myself to wipe off the seventh, and then I just stayed with six. Wait, but that, no, that's crazy. That's, not that's crazy. I was that's, with you into seven items. That's crazy. Yeah, I was, two I, I was, and then he's I like, well, I settled for six. <laughs> well, I got to know, what were the items? I did four of those, like, I, f- I forget wh- what the name is, but the, the little wraps with, like, the the tortillas. And like the, the cheese, cheese roll-up? No, but, like. A quesadilla? The, one of the quesadilla joints. Okay. And then, then the... The Crunchwrap Supreme joint. See, here's the thing: the Crunchwrap's the only thing you need. That will like get you. Yeah. Two a.m. That that will like get you. Mad tortilla good. at two a.m. Yeah, that's a lot of tortilla. I'm telling you guys, it's a problem. You asked if I ate what, what I you, wanted. What, I actually, said, yes, what, did, it's a what did you knock off? What did you decide I can live without? Uh that's a good question. I I think I had a Dorito Loco taco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Will, do you eat what you want? Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time in Miami, man. And, you know, those roll calories don't count. That's a, At least that's what all us riders believe. So I, agree, I was, yeah. uh, so I was a lot of tacos, some empanadas in my life in, in Miami. I was getting a lot of, a lot of Mexican food, a little Cuban food here and there. You know, you, mm-hmm. you just got to yeah, get the Cuban Miami amazing, vibes man. going when you're, in, when you're down there. So, yeah. It was that, bad. That's the thing. Just got to get rid of the seventh item. That's all. That's all. Yeah. And then you're good. That, go. That's what I miss. I think that's what I miss about Miami the most is Cuban food. Cuban food is oh, good. And dope. it's hard to it's hard to replicate elsewhere. Yeah. You got to go to the real Cuban spot where the, the, the waiter, waiters and waitresses barely speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they got kids crying in the in the restaurant. 
always a kid crying <laughs> at the table next to you, that, and it's just unattended. Yeah, it's incredible. There's nobody yeah. else at the table but the kid just crying by no. itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when you know uh, you had a good start. Let's get to our two contestants. We've got Jay King, who obviously is the biggest Cooper Flag fan that we know. Jay, have you ever been snubbed? Yeah. I mean, you yeah, snubbed that snubbed. seventh item. I, I got snubbed one time. I was, man, I was a, a really good Little League baseball player. Oh, boy. And they knew I played AAU basketball. Mm-hmm. So they, they didn't let me play on the All-Star team when I was 11 years old. And I should have been on that All-Star team. I was... I was much better than some of these dudes on the All-Star team. Name names. They Name names. Who were you better than? I'm not naming names. Wow. What a coward. Because because some of them are still my friends to this day. <laughs> that's but, why, that's you why you should name names. Names. Yeah. Man, are you kidding me? Man, it was, it was so... Like, I was head and shoulders above these bums. I was probably the second best... Eh, thir- third, third best player... 11 or 12 in my town at that time mm-hmm. and and they left me off a 15 man team or whatever it was it was it was one of the worst snubs of all time it's like one of the worst snubs of all time Dwight Howard like, didn't make the all 75 <laughs> list right but this is one of the worst <laughs> one of the worst snubs of this all time this was far worse than Dwight Howard Dwight, Dwight Howard <laughs> Dwight Howard is absolutely one of the 75 greatest players of all time. Ag- agree, but I was one of You're the three best players in Longmeadow. Allegedly. Yeah. You're too much of a coward to even name names. You kidding me? That Longmeadow team uh, was Will, there. Will, have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever been snubbed? Yeah, man. I still feel a way. I don't know if y'all remember a couple years ago, Chris Haynes did like this media basketball tournament during summer league. Oh man! And I was not yeah. invited. I didn't they get an didn't email, a text, wow. group chat, nothing. I'm out here grinding on the basketball court, trying to put it put in work for the for the people who say the media members can't hoop. And I'm out here mm-hmm. just looking at highlights on on uh, on Twitter like everybody else. Highlights is generous. I just, yeah, highlights, highlights is generous. generous. I was so mad I wasn't in town for that because oh, I'm, I'm gonna I felt the way. I felt the way. Ethan Strauss had like the best highlight of the whole thing. That's how you know. Yeah. And like Ethan, Ethan, Ethan can kind of he can kind of hoop, but good. like, nah, man. but it I looks ain't weird. buying it, man. Don't don't try to sell me Ethan Strauss as a hooper. E- F out of here. Ethan was. I remember. He's not, a, F he's out not of a hooper, but he can hoop. Like Ethan's I think a hooper. He, he no, was he's getting not in a, the he's paint. Not a he was athletic. Ethan oh, was man. good. I'm he wasn't you. athletic. He jumped. Yes, he was. He was okay. fast. If they put I Ethan on God, me, I'm putting shot. him on that block and telling everybody to get out of my way, man. Feed, mm-hmm. feed me the rock. Torture rack time. Yep, feed me absolutely. the rock. That's like when Jimmy Butler All sees right. Jalen Brunson on him. Give me the rock. Get, yep. out, get out the way. Food. Yep. Eat what you want, Day. All right. That's enough banter. Schleck, start the clock. Take one. The Dubs survive. On Wednesday night, the Warriors beat the Lakers 121-106 in a must-win elimination game for the Warriors. Got contributions across the board, including 20-10-4 from Draymond Green, 25-7-5 from Andrew Wiggins. Clay Thompson's still not shooting well. The Lakers still lead the series 3-2, heading back to L.A. for game six, but Anthony Davis' status is in question. Left the game in the fourth quarter after getting hit in the head. It was reported that he's being taken to the locker room in a wheelchair. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, too, that Corgi is 5-0 in picking this series so far. (laughs) 5-0 and has the Warriors winning the next two, so do with that what you want. Will, who do you favor going into game six? And if AD can't go... Do the Lakers have a chance? If AD can't go, they have no chance. I mean, their entire defense is built around AD and his rim protection. And not only is it 
because of his importance is because they have literally nobody behind him to play the center position. I mean, if he's not out uh, there, Mo Bamba they got Mo Bamba. They're playing Wenyan Gabriel. <laughs> Mo Bamba's not even healthy. Yeah, he's he's not even healthy. He's got he's a bum never, ankle. He's never healthy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, they're probably gonna play some Ruri Hachimura at center. Uh, I mean. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins LeBron and Steph are gonna be look, it's gonna be eat what you want day if those are the guys playing centers <laughs> for Steph protecting the paint. Uh, so they need AD uh, not only for his scoring but his defense. Uh, so I, I will go ahead and guarantee a win for the Warriors if if the AD doesn't play. Uh, but it seemed like he, he was able to walk out the arena fine. I know the inside the NBA guys were making fun of him. I know everybody loves when a wheelchair comes out during the playoffs. Uh, Jay probably yeah. <laughs> knows all about that. He probably pooped himself. Maybe he pooped himself. We don't know. He, maybe that yeah, was why he had the wheel situation. off. He, he, was, yeah. he was rubbing his head. He's like, God, I got to poop so bad. And uh, yeah. that, that's what it was. But nah, I, I think if AD plays, I, I, I'm probably leaning Lakers. Just because they're really good at home. You know, uh, LeBron's got a little something saved up for that game six closeout game in his home. So, yeah, I lean Lakers. But, and man, it, uh, these last three games, Corgi, Clay though. Thompson, oh. 11 of 37 from the field. It feels like he's got to wake up eventually, right? Does he have a little bit of a game six we Clay keep, in him? We keep saying that. We keep saying, well, Clay's got to start yeah, hitting eventually. Man. It just I'm just happen. waiting for that game six Clay to come out. And, and maybe that's the the. But I, I will say this last game, seeing Andrew Wiggins finally wake up, get some shots going in the paint. I think that's really mm-hmm. important, just because it's been too much on stuff. They can't expect stuff just to carry them the way they have. So if Wiggins gets going, if Clay gets going, they got a chance. But I'm probably still leaning the Lakers. Jay, are you going against the Corgi? I I'm going. So it's going to be really tough to dispatch the Warriors. They all they should have won game four, really. Lonnie Walker got hot. Their mm-hmm. offense totally fell apart late in that game. They've proven that they're capable of of being right there on the road in this series. They need Jordan Poole. They need something from Jordan Poole. They are going to need at some point Jordan Poole to just carry the offense when Steph's not on the court or make that 7-0 run into a 13-0 run because he hits two long shots. Mm-hmm. They need just something. He's playing so hesitant. It's it's crazy. It's like he'll jack up the worst shot, and then he'll get into the paint and be like pretty open, and it's the end of the shot clock, and he'll just kick out. And it's like, what what are you doing? That's the one you turn up, man. That's the he's one an irrational confidence guy with no confidence. It's the the craziest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd see him lose the bravado. But he's lost it, and sometimes it can get him and the team in trouble. But they need it back. They they need it back. They just need something from him because the rest of the team is it's really limited, and there's there's nobody else. I mean, obviously Wiggins can get you buckets, and Draymond is going to get you a bit of everything. And but Clay's struggling right now. Steph has to do so much, and the deeper this gets into the series the weight on Steph's shoulders. He just needs someone to take some of it off. They need just more from Jordan Poole. The problem with Jordan Poole is that he doesn't do anything else, right? Like if he's not hitting, and it, and it genuinely makes me wonder if it should just be a four-minute policy each half from Steve Kerr to Jordan Poole of like, you got four minutes to prove you should play more. And it's going to, here, we're in the, you know, three minutes left in the first quarter. You go in the game. Let's see what you got. You can play a little bit into the second quarter, but if you don't have it, 
then you got to go and then do it again in the third quarter. I almost think they need to go the other way. And just and this this is crazy because I all year long I've thought Jordan Poole has just played a bad brand of basketball, and I think they need to just do something to get him confident again. They need to say Jordan, just just go out there, do yourself, just rock out, because it's not just about this series. Like they're not going to survive every series if Jordan Poole is giving them nothing like this. And they also I don't think they can take him out of the rotation either, because if they do then the guys who replace him just are so limited. Activate they, Ty Jerome. Got to do yeah, it. Yeah, see, I, no thanks. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no thanks for me. All right. <laughs> take, take two. Are the Sixers really going to do it, Jay? Tonight, game six of the East semifinals, Sixers-Celtics, and the Sixers are up 3-2. The game is in Philly. And I cannot begin to imagine the insanity that will happen with this Sixers. It is going to be nuts. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Embiid named to his first All-NBA first team yesterday. Sixers destroyed the Celtics in Game 5, winning the first Game 5 ever on the road in the history of the Sixers. Things seem to be lining up for Embiid and company. Jay, do you believe the Sixers can close this series out tonight, and will they? They absolutely can. They have controlled this series, especially from a pace standpoint. I think that's one of the most important things that has happened in this series. The Celtics have been unable to turn Philadelphia over. James Harden is getting them in their sets. They're they're able to just slow down the, the ball and dump it into Joel. And, and honestly, like the slower the game is, the less chance the Celtics have to spread him out in transition, the less chance they have to take advantage of James Harden, who can be iffy in transition – the less chance they have to put, you know, put the the mileage on Embiid that's going to catch up to him late in the fourth quarter, and so I just think somehow the Celtics need to do more to impact the ball, create turnovers, create pace, get out in transition, get them some easy shots so they can feel confident again. I, I thought they got really tight in Game Five. That was just a weird performance from them in a huge, huge game. So yeah, the, the Sixers can win. I. At this point, I expect them to win. Wow! I, I didn't. Wow. I didn't come into this series thinking they were the better team, but that that is a tough place to play. That is a tough place to win, and with a chance to beat the Celtics, who have really been like the the bully of the Sixers during the Embiid era. Yeah, that place is going to be insane. Uh, so, yeah, I expect the Seventy Sixers to win. Will what like? <laughs> I still expect the Sixers to blow this just because it's <laughs> that's the Sixers. It's Doc Rivers. It's James Harden. It's Joel Embiid. Like, they just have this bad luck in the playoffs. But everything Jay said is right. Like, this, this Sixers team is really good. If you slapped a different name on the jersey, I might, like, start buying in a little bit more. But it just feels – I don't believe in curses, but it feels like something's up with the Sixers nah, team. But I think there's one factor you're sleeping on is – when PJ Tucker's on your team, he will literally put the fear of God in you. When he when he gets That's those true. crazy he might eyes, kick your ass on you, you lose. he's like, "Listen, if I don't perform, PJ Tucker might literally murder me on the court in front of twenty thousand people yeah. right now." So I need to start hitting some shots. I think that's that might be the biggest difference for this Philly team. But now, nah, it's what's crazy is these last couple teams, these last couple games. It just feels like 
James Harden just looks comfortable in playoff basketball, which is something we rarely see is James Harden just moving around, not feeling like he's under pressure, not feeling like he's 2 of 11 from the field and he's scared to take shots. Uh, it's been wild just to see how comfortably he's running the offense. And I think the big thing in that game five was just Joel Embiid having his game. I felt like that was his signature game, the way Tatum had his game six in Milwaukee last year. I felt like that was mm-hmm. Embiid's game. And when your team sees your best player have that moment on the road, I think it's kind of a, a transformative moment for everybody. So I, I got a new level of confidence in this Philly team. And, you know, it's crazy. I, I'm, I kind of feel like they're the favorite in the East right now. I feel like the way, you know, those guys are playing, Maxie stepping up in a big way on the road. I feel like that they're, they're probably going to win game six, and I think they're probably going to march to the finals as well. And I think it says a lot about, you know, what Joel has done this year, but also, you know, shout out to tampering, man. They're getting P.J. Tucker, getting Daniel oh, House. You got to tamper if you want to win. House, I couldn't believe Daniel House. <laughs> I this is the key. Played, let alone Look at well. Kyle Lowry in Miami. If we learn anything during mm-hmm. these playoffs, Anthony Davis in L.A., mm-hmm. if you learn anything yep. during these playoffs, tamper, folks. Kids, if you want to win, tamper. That's what we learn from these playoffs. Always, always tamper. You have to tamper. If you don't tamper, you're a sucker. If you ain't cheating, it's you ain't true. trying. It's- Exactly. It's just that's the way of the world. Um, you did mention the Sixers as the favorites. I would warn against. I know heat culture against heat culture. Heat culture. Man. It's just look. I might be banned from, close from out, Kaseya Center. Is that what it is now? I don't know. Is that what it's called now? That can't be the name. I feel like I feel like I go through this evolution every year. Every year I go through this evolution where I'm like, you know what, the Heat, they're. They're not really that good. They're not. They they don't they don't have good. They got Kevin Love in the starting lineup. We they have lost the same Tyler conversation Heroes, the only every year. Caleb Martin's out here every dunking single, on people. Oh, every Caleb single Martin's year, I'm beast. like, like are Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent really going to lead you to the promised land? It's like, no. Yeah. Eric Spolstra is, and Jimmy <laughs> Butler is, and it doesn't matter who's around them. It's 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 incredible. Every single year. I look at their roster and I'm like, there's no way. There's just no way. Here they come. Every year. Yeah. Every year they break you down (laughs) into a begrudging acceptance that heat life and heat heat lifers are are the way to go. I will say every year, as soon as I finally commit, they lose. Like it takes me (laughs) that long to commit and then they lose. So I think they're going to beat the Knicks. But who knows? I'm not going to say they're going to lose after that because. I bow down. I bow down to Heat Coulter. I bow down to Eric Spolstra. I bow down to Jimmy Butler. Clip that, Schleck. That's what I, I need. Even, I, I need that ba- as a personal clip to throw in the group chat. To Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent. Caleb Martin is bullying Julius Randle. He's, he's got like, he's down 40 pounds on him. It's crazy. The heat, All right. They make but, no sense. They make no we sense. We got plenty of and time And I'm to saying this after heat. a loss. They make <laughs> no sense. Let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, can the Nuggets beat the Suns on the road? This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, 
and others. David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. And we're back. Take three. Suns scorching in Phoenix. The Nuggets are up 3-2 on the Suns, heading back to Phoenix, where the Suns have only lost once during the postseason run so far in home games. Devin Booker is averaging. Check this out. 38.8 points, 4.4 rebounds, 8.6 assists, 69% from the field, 55% from three, 85% for the free throw line. For some reason, I'm disappointed in the free throws, but 85 is still good. He and Durant are combining for 70 points per game at home in the playoffs. On the other side, Nikola Jokic averaging the most road points in the playoffs so far this year with 36.5 points per game on 62% shooting. Also ridiculous. The Suns will be without Chris Paul tonight as he continues to recover from his groin injury. So, Will, can the Nuggets get this one and finally stop the Suns at home? I think they got a really good shot, obviously. I mean, Jokic is playing at an incredible level. I think I still am feeling game seven-ish in this series because mm. I think Devin Booker and KD at home, I think they're going to find a way. Uh, maybe they'll find another Landry Shamit game from one of those role guys. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know why, but when I watch this series, I just feel game seven. This, this thing is going seven. Uh, maybe that's me just having wishful thinking because I would love to see these two just lock horns for a game seven. Yeah. KD and Booker versus Jokic. Uh, but I, I think the, the Suns have figured some stuff out at home, being able to play with some pace. Uh, being able to open up some three-pointers. And it feels like, especially in those games at Phoenix, it just turns into Jokic having to carry the offense all by himself. Now, if Jamal Murray gets going, I think that'll be huge uh, for Denver to kind of put this one away. But I'm feeling I'm feeling game seven-ish uh, right now, and I would I would love to see that. Maybe uh, Matt Ishby will put his fingers uh, fingerprints on this series again to. somehow. He, Dies for a loose ball or something, uh, but no, nah, I'm I'm picking the Suns tonight, and I, I feel like KD is gonna have one of his better games because it feels like he's he's not shooting seventy five percent like Devin Booker, so he's got to step it up. Yeah, Jay, Kevin Durant's been really good at home in the series. He's been terrible on the road, but I, so that does lend it towards maybe we get a a game seven. The Nuggets better hope they don't get a game seven. Whoa! What? No, I, oh my! I'm not. I'm not dominant at home. I'm not saying they would lose a game seven, but if you go into a game seven against Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. you know that w- w- you are one exquisite shooting performance away from going home. Even though you've been the better team in this series, even though I think they're a better team than Phoenix overall, they have a much better supporting cast. Jokic is just at an absurd level right now the continuity they have matters in this series but if you go back to game seven and you're against kevin durant and devin booker yeah all it takes is one ridiculous performance and both of them are so capable of doing that that i would be petrified so denver's got to treat this game six like 
Like they need to take care of business. They cannot afford to goof up on the road. They they've got to go in there and take this series because they they are to me the better team. Um, yeah, I think so too. And I, I, think I, so. I think it's been pretty clear in this series that they are a better team. But but I'm just saying I would be so scared. <laughs> what, do we think there's Durant. any possibility Chris Paul could be back for a game seven? Does it even matter? I, this is going to be – I don't mean this to be as disrespectful as it's going to sound. It's going to sound so disrespectful. Would that actually help them? <laughs> no, I think that's a good I mean, question it'll because – It'll get campaign off the court. That that would help. It, it would, but I Just anybody like, but campaign. I like the pace of play they have with campaign. I wish it was anybody but campaign, but I, I don't think you should go <laughs> slow against Denver. Like, Chris Paul is only going to play slow. They shouldn't go slow against Denver. Like, I think you have to try to run them. And also, if he does come back, like how much can he give you? Yeah, because it's not like he's coming yeah. back at a hundred percent. He's coming back at like, all right, shit, I got to play this game. It's a game seven. Yeah, right? and that would really worry me, especially because like earlier in this season, when he came back from an injury, he looked so bad that I thought he just had nothing left for a while, and then then he he snapped out of that and got better, but like. I'm still scarred by watching him the first few games he came back earlier this year. Yeah. And we know I, with Jokic, he's probably going to target the hell out of Chris Paul if oh he's out there. Oh, my God. He's yes. just going to be like, Chris Paul, you come here. We're going to make you play defense we're doing split if you want to play in this we're, Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do split cuts. You're going to have to change direction constantly. Like, we're we're going to put you through it. Um, what do you guys think is more likely, that the Nuggets role players show up in game six or the Suns role players show up in game seven? Nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. Definitely nuggets. <laughs> Absolutely nuggets. Oh, man. Oh, now, when you're Jerry talking role players, game. I'm thinking like the non-Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon type of guys. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, do we think like a yeah. Christian Brown or like a KCP has a big game in Denver? Are we I, I'm starting thinking- to crusade. I, I'm calling him Christian Braun. I know he. I know they say it's Brown, <laughs> but you can't spell it that way and tell me that that's Brown. You just can't. Like, I'm not. Doing I'm with it. you. I'm not I'm doing it. You. It's Christian Braun. Like your name is Braun. I'm calling I'm him with Brown. You. That- Put some respect on his name, literally. It, the spelling's disrespectful. You know what's disrespectful? Hmm. Play, starting Give it Josh points Kogi. Of- starting Josh and Kogi. Oh, Josh can defend. Yeah, why Josh why is defend. he doing why that? Josh and Kogi Star- get Starting Josh and Kogi and campaign in the playoff. <laughs> they they give him like the, the Keith Bogan start where he starts and he plays Come like 11 on, minutes. Don't do, don't do, like, it's like, what's the point of even doing that? Like, <laughs> that's That's not right. Coming up after the break. The Knicks finally show up. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Take four. The Knicks are back last night. The Knicks finally showed up for their second round series with the Heat, defeating them 112-103 at MSG. Jalen Brunson, 38 points, played every single second of the 48 minutes. Tibbs trusted Brunson and Quentin Grimes in this elimination game, giving them both 48 minutes each because we know he just doesn't like to make substitutions. I think he's the guy that plays like NBA 2K and forgets that like players get tired and that he has to go to the menu or do the little pull-down menu to do, sub guys do you out. Know, do you know the... F- the story of the time Doc Rivers got ejected and Tom Thibodeau coached the final 18 minutes of a game and did not make a single substitution. <laughs> I buy that, man. I, I buy it. that. I indeed. love it. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure, like 100% sure, not 100%, close to 100% sure, he just forgot he had to sub. Yeah. The Heat, who have cooled off in the second round from three, only shot 30% from deep. We're out rebounded 34 to 50 in this game. The series heads back to Miami 3 2, and the Heat have another chance to close this out. So, Jay, it's your begrudging acceptance. Will Jimmy Butler end this on Friday, or did the Knicks give you hope? Jimmy's going to end it. Jimmy's going to end it. These, these dudes needed 48 minutes from Jalen Brunson in game five. Mm-hmm. In game five. <laughs> <laughs> 48 of them. And like in every minute counted, because they didn't really pull away until that last minute. Like Miami still had a chance. I was yeah, so much, so much of this series comes to, down to me. Can Julius Randle just be solid? Because he has a size advantage, he has a physicality advantage, mm-hmm. and sometimes he just uses it in all the wrong ways. And sometimes he's he plays too slow, and he shoots when he should pass. Mm-hmm. the two plays that were the most important to me are like the the plays that he needs to continue doing the most. The drives to the paint, there were two in the second half of, of game five. Drives to the paint, sprays it to the corner. Both of them ended up with Jalen Brunson, swing pass to Jalen Brunson for three. And that's what Julius Randle can do. I just don't trust him to do it. Right. I don't think... I don't think this Knicks team has the collective IQ to beat an Eric Spolstra defense. It's going to be Miami. I, I finally bowed down to Eric Spolstra. Yeah, just like to remember, give me that, I, need that, I need that personal clip right there. Uh, Will, do you think the Knicks have a chance? Because I've, I've been saying this whole series, if they just – well, I didn't say play Jalen Brunson you know, 48 minutes, but I just thought if they make, if they make Jalen Brunson, the absolute focus and everything goes through him, they have a shot to make it competitive and, and win a, you know, win a game or two, but they haven't done that until game five. Listen, man, heat culture. That's all I'm going to say. Heat culture. Mm-hmm. There's no denying it. Mm-hmm. The, the weather's going to be hot in Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what that means Knicks when the Knicks like come that. to town, <laughs> uh, you can't hit a jumper when it's hot outside. Uh, but nah, I mean, we saw the Jalen Brunson masterpiece, 48 minutes, 38 <laughs> points. I think that we could say that was his best playoff game, best game period of his career probably. I know he had 40 on that Utah team last year, but they were sorry. 
uh, by the end. So I think we're going to call this the best game of Jalen Brunson's career. And uh, I mean, I really, part of me wants to see the Knicks win because I just want to see how far Tibbs can keep this going at playing Jalen Brunson 48 minutes every single game. Like I want them to go to game seven of the finals with Jalen Brunson playing 48 minutes every single game. Uh, That would be incredible. Uh, But I just think, man, that the Heat, they're undefeated at home this playoffs. You know, Jimmy Butler like took like 12 shots that game five. So, you know, he's kind of saving his energy for when they get back to Miami. And I feel like once he kind of puts his foot on the gas pedal, I think it'll be too much for the Knicks. Uh, The the Heat has just got too much, too many weapons over there. Bam Adebayo uh, has been dominant when he really, you know, turns his game up against those Miami bigs. And, you know, I I hate to say it, but I feel like the Knicks chances kind of ride on Julius Randle waking up and if that's what i'm hoping if i'm a knicks fan then you know i'm i'm looking at tankathon trying to see what those those draft picks are going to be because i don't feel like julius oh, no. randall is going to get them there so uh yeah i feel like heat culture uh get it going i'm gonna go ahead and send my 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 travel to, to, to my guy sergio and see if i'm gonna be back in my <laughs> Serge, get it approved for games yeah. three and four <laughs> approve my through. trip sergio i'm yep. back in the building eating empanadas again yep Get the closeout game in Philly when they win five. Uh, Jay, if it does get to a game seven, if it does get to a game seven, do the Knicks have a chance? Which is a disrespectful question because they'll be they'll be at home. But yeah, what one game situation they would absolutely have a chance. How good of a but chance? It wouldn't be good. <laughs> it it w- wouldn't be as good as most teams at home in game seven. Tell you that much. Tell you that oh, much. I know. I I am I'm done disrespecting the Heat. I'm done you know just looking at their roster. Well. He's trying to get them to lose oh, by accepting the reverse jinx. Yeah, it's the reverse jinx. He tried to do it with Sacramento. Like he's, I yeah. am <laughs> done. I am done looking at the Heat roster no, and I, just I've, shrugging I've my shoulders and thinking, before. how could they possibly do this again? I'm done. It's you got, over. You got to start I have, listening to me. I have fully accepted. That if a series is moderately close, put them in the finals, you coward. Then Eric Spolstra <laughs> will win it. If it is wildly lopsided, he might still win it. And and you that's just he won't, how, he that's won't just give credit to Jimmy go. Butler. He won't give credit to oh, Jimmy no, Butler. Oh I've, no, I've given I've given all sorts of credit to Jimmy Butler. I, uh, I have bowed down to Jimmy Butler. Just Jimmy not Butler has continuously been awesome. Mm-hmm. Put but, Jimmy and Spo against the '96 Bulls. I got heat in six. I got heat in four. <laughs> Just Jimmy with Spo coaching him. It's over. I'm telling you, uh, tell you he would outcoach the Max pants Struce. off of Phil Jackson. Oh my God! <laughs> he had that he had that triangle looking like a damn rhombus. Are you kidding me? I don't yeah, even know what that means. Take a five. Jeez. Yeah, it's another. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, it's going to be a trap. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking way too much geometry right now. We, we, Take we, gotta, five. we gotta get it together. Snub day. Today is also International Snub Day, the day we talk about who didn't make all NBA teams and who was snubbed. All NBA teams were named last night. Here are the results. First team, Giannis, Tatum, Embiid, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Luca, Team Two, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Team Three, Sabonis. De'Aaron Fox, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle, and LeBron James. So, 
The snub list, we have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, Jalen Brunson, James Harden, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, John Morant, Kyrie Irving. We can talk snubs, but you got to tell me who you take off the all-NBA teams if you want to say a snub's name. So, Will, are there any real snubs, and who are you taking off the all-NBA teams if so? I think the most important thing you said, whenever we have these snub conversations, stop being a coward. Mm-hmm. Name who you're taking off the mm-hmm. list, not just who should be on the list. Uh, so I had a vote this year. I did not have Damian Lillard on my all-NBA team. I did have Devin Booker on my third team all-NBA. I think I can understand putting Dame on there. I just had a hard time putting a dude on there when his team had the fifth worst record in the NBA. I understand Portland went in the ultimate tank mode at the end of the season. They were losing games by like 100 points at the end of the year trying to get Wimby. I get it, but they lost a lot of games with Dame in there as well, and I felt like when Book was healthy, Phoenix was an elite team in the West. He was an elite two-guard. You can argue the best two-guard in the NBA. Uh, So I think Book, I have him on my team. I understand putting Dame on there. They're like 12 guards who deserve some consideration this year, so I get it. Uh, but that's my guy, uh, Devin Booker, on the third All-NBA team. I think he deserved it. Jay, you putting anybody on, and who are you taking off? A book, Booker would have been one for me. Uh, Not too many missed he, games for him? It, he had a lot of missed games. Because that he was, was the at, only thing that did it for me. It's just like there was a certain point where missed games, I was like, all right, I got I to gotta cut someone he, here. But he was at MVP candidate level. He was when absolutely. he did play. He was absolutely. And, and to to Will's point, like Damian Lillard, even when he did play, he was playing like it was just his team was bad, and every team knew his team was bad. Nobody gets up for a bad team. Mm-hmm. I just felt like comparing those two seasons was not like Booker's was just far more important than Dame's. Yeah. And and maybe that's unfair to Dame because he was just playing with like young guys who have no clue how to play basketball. But that's that's just how I felt. And then the other one, I would have taken off LeBron and I would have put in Lowry Markkinen. 100%. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. La- Lowry Markkinen LeBron missed too many games. Like he and they thrived when he when he was out that last stretch. Like they found yeah. themselves, yeah. you know. I got to admit, I had LeBron second team. I just, it just felt crazy not putting LeBron on there, it especially does the way he feel was playing. Crazy. It he does. He was does averaging like 30 a like game Lowry when marketing. he was healthy. Yes. yes like we no, see LeBron I, it, now it in the playoffs. The like we forget how crazy LeBron was early in the season when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Like he was going nuts when they were trash. And he was but they were losing games all kinda, the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say I'm kind of contradicting myself now because I said I didn't put Dame because his team was trash and LeBron's team was trash when he was putting up big numbers. Yeah. But I was just kind of looking at it and I was like, am, am I going to look back 10 years from now and be like, yeah, I feel comfortable putting Larry Markin in over LeBron James on my all-NBA team. I was like, nah, I'm not going to be that guy. You uh, also, but I get it. I you get can't, it. Like, you can't vote this way, but – there's something cool about like 19th straight All NBA selection. <laughs> you know, like what is it? Like crazy. It, it, yeah, that's man, nuts, that's right? a stunt. Yeah, that's a stunt. That's, like that's insane. You're one of the top 15 players in the league for 19 straight years. There's not one year you get hurt. There's mm-hmm. not one year you slip up a little bit. There's not mm-hmm. one year your team is too bad for you to get there. Well, if we're being honest, uh, you know, this year could have been the year, year before the year before Anthony Davis, you probably shouldn't have made it. 
He played like 50 games. So he, he did, though. He, made it. Yeah. he did, though. But, yo, yeah. to, the, to the point Jay made, can I just talk about how much I hate the 65-game rule that's coming in next year? And now oh, we're going to have really? to be glued to the games like play it. tab I on like these it. guys' basketball reference page. I hate it. I hate oh, it so much. Start showing really up. Let me, let me be an old white guy let's on radio. Like, no, on this guy radio. played show 61 up games. To work NBA players. You get paid millions of dollars to do this <laughs> job. You can't show up so little Timmy, whose dad spent his hard-earned money to get you courtside seats. Section 381 at the top. No, I love when it's like, <laughs> all these kids sitting courtside, they didn't get to see LeBron tonight. It's like, <laughs> kids are rich. Like, what are we doing? Dude lives in an eight-bedroom <laughs> mansion. That right. kid will be fine. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I just, I, I like, I don't. I'm not mad at like, like we were talking about with Booker being like he just didn't play enough games to make your All NBA team. Fine. I hate putting a number on it where yeah. it's like you have to reach this number or you're cut off. It just feels weird to me because like we don't do that with any other award. Uh, where you have to reach a certain like you can't be an MVP unless you average at least twenty five points per game. Like we don't we don't do that with any oh. other award. It just feels weird to do that with games played. Yeah, are we gonna do that with is it with most improved as well? Because that's that's what it gets funny to me. If we're like, all right, you're most improved, but you better hit that sixty five game mark. Right, six man, you got to average at least fifteen in the game. That's the all Jamal rookie. Crawford line. All rookie second team, you better get in sixty games if you want to get here. <laughs> I love the idea it's of doing weird. that. Yeah, I like I like it, but it is weird. I'll I'll admit it's weird. I just I also think they're going to get rid of it in the next CBA. Plus, what we don't talk about enough, and I talked about this with Garrett Temple at end of uh, season press conferences, where they're going to have this thing where like if a team forces you to sit, they're going to have like an arbitration to be like mm-hmm. these games count and these games don't count for your games played. So we're going to have like your actual games played versus your games played that should count, and we're going to have like put this stuff into like some random arbitrator's hands to figure out. Which year games I've count? I've always like you, said that NBA needs more arbitration. I've always said God, that. God, it's I, I want to know who's the guy determining which game counted. We we need somebody to do that. I just Vork. We I, need Vork to do that story. Shout out to my guy Vork. Who's the arbitrator? I, I just slamming the, the gavel down. I can't wait for Rudy Gobert to like hit sixty four games, think he's defensive player of the year, and then pull like an Andrew Garfield in the social network. And tell the Timberwolves, you better lawyer up, motherfucker, because I'm coming for that entire <laughs> award. That's what I want to see. Uh, that I want to see. I thought she's gonna say Rudy Gobert Rudy crying in the any more because he only played 64 games. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's point of contention. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe to all the podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network. Warriors plus minus anything is potable. Down to dunk, no dunks. Glue guys, Sixers beat. And, of course, the Bun and Cardigan Show. For Jay King, for Will Guillory, for Andrew Schlecht, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time on Point of Contention. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.